This is PBE Daily Early Mornings at Late Night Podcast and my name is Point Blank Yvonne. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen to yet another episode and I've been having a bit of a creative fever and I felt it was best to actually jump back in today because this one this one just has to come out and I think it has to come out in the most potent way possible. Before I dive in, as always, a bit of housekeeping. I've been experiencing a lot of uh, completions of things which leads me to actually be very very happy at the moment when you start off a project and then the project finally comes to its fruition and then same time that project comes into fruition another two that are actually pending and gnawing at you when you finish those two it actually becomes even better and even the conversations i'm currently having with not only my partners but also the people that i am hoping to work with in the future or debating how i'm going to work with them in the future it's all encouraging everything i've been experiencing thus far has been encouraging the only thing that's like a downside is something that can actually change in time and which is the fiscal lows and that i i refuse to let that become anything of pressure to me because i've been broke before and ever since then i've just been a bit low from time to time i was told by a very good friend of mine that i should never say that i'm broke i should never put that conviction upon myself because it's better to say that i'm just low at the moment because when you say the words that you're broke it just simply means that you've given up you've tapped out from that which is the fight and i'm not the kind of person who actually taps out from fights so in a great way i'm actually grateful to her for actually putting that into my head and like making it very clear that i should think along those lines and as that comes to pass i've also been debating some of my uh, future endeavors i have mentioned before that i'm intending on finishing some of the comic books that i've had on my list i've also been having ideas that i want to add to other concepts that i have and there's this stack of sketch pads that I have, each titled in accordance to some of the different ideas I want to have. Some don't even have titles, they just have the characters that I have in mind and footnotes of things that I'd like to add into those particular stories. I am not rushing the process of making those. I do hope to get to a level where upon completing one of these originals that are, are, are my own personal creations, I'll find the rhythm and the, the path to which I could actually continue creating. For example, when when I did Home Guard 1, I was very hesitant in how I was illustrating some of my pages because I hadn't done anything like that before, especially based upon my own personal writing. And in the process of doing so, I, I was always questioning how good the rendering will look because that's one of my biggest concerns. I've always been keen on cross-hedging work. And when I look at some of my other uh, contemporaries in, in, in locally, they also do the same thing. They find a style and they really master their style. And they would be the first to tell you that they haven't mastered their styles yet. They're still learning as they go. In my case, I am the same way. And I keep pushing myself as hard as they push themselves and hope to even push myself even harder. And when I do so, I become even more fulfilled by that, which is the end result. So do wish me luck and pray me success as I continue in this particular endeavor because even what I'm about to speak on right now is touching on I felt like this would be the perfect topic to add to as part two of uh, the wrong impression and it's based upon something that I this morning just came to realize as I was I was doing some of my little research because I rarely take uh, early mornings on weekends to sit down and just debate ideas and better inform my ideas. So when I finally got the chance, even though I have a heavy workload, I'm giving myself a breather that because my body literally says it just wants a breather, I'm going to grant it that. And I will continue to touch on the other pieces of work I'm supposed to as I go along. And the thing that actually struck me was, I, there was a, a clip I found, I think it was called The Elder Scroll. It's a, a, a three-dimensional video game that exists and there's 
a, a YouTube channel that actually makes compilations of I think the the bits and pieces of uh, clips that help inform the narration of what the game is supposed to be. And I was watching that, and the beauty of of it all just struck me. And I even started after finishing that, I watched the uh, a compilation done by someone on YouTube. Thank God for these people of Assassin's Creed and the different arcs that they, they've taken since the very birth of the game. And when I was looking at that, the thing actually that really struck me is. I think this is a perfect topic to talk about and the the topic I want to talk about is actually tied very very closely to something that is very uh it, it is something I'm, I'm slowly trying to get my, myself out of the conclusions of in how I've existed now as I dive into this particular part I would like you to know this and take this as my smallest degree of a disclaimer and it is not said to try be attacking of any person based upon this idea that was made years ago called race or any of these ideas called tribe faith and all these things so i'm gonna keep it as bare-handed and bare-knuckled as i possibly can and it feels as if this is a tangent i'm on with the podcast currently but hey when you get this way you better knuckle up so here we go bitter pill coming up so here we go when i was watching the video game uh, trailers and I love watching these things because I'm not much of a gamer in fact I'm not a gamer I do enjoy watching the game process like watching a person play is more fun for me than actually playing the game I'd much rather see the environment because I'm so mesmerized by the environment I love how those worlds are created how those worlds come to life if there's any person I I truly try emulate is the game creator of environments and those people have made such an impact that even their work has penetrated into film and I believe thanks to movies like uh, uh, Star Wars and to, to series like The Mandalorian and all these kind of creations. These kind of fictitious creations led to many young people to ask themselves to ch- test the limits of what they could actually do. There was a series, uh, a mini-series that I found uh, on, on Netflix and it's a, it's, a, it's a creation of, I think, the same people who made the toys that made us and it's just continuing in the arc of from toys to video games to dolls and all these things. And when they did one about games and the evolution of video games from the very basics uh, and how the technology had, had improved and it improved even the quality of the games that be, were being made and the different um, avenues that were created for most people to try test the limits of what they could tell as far as story goes or test the limits of what would be used as the best form of informing of subconscious characters and how we, we could allow ourselves to be something different every time we, we can and when I was watching this thing, and then to come back and watch this stuff about the, the video games, uh, the, Elder, the Elder Scrolls, I started looking at it in the sense of, it is so beautiful that people in the West and in the East have such a comfort in taking liberties on tales that exist, adding their own fiction to it, and moving forward without worrying about the repercussions. When I think about that, it takes me back to the stories that we actually go through as far as most of the stories that are being told by my fellow brethren on this continent. And when I think about it, the thing that actually bugs me sometimes is the fact that we reserve all our thinkings based upon the wrong that was done to the continent. There's this thing I was told by a friend of mine and he told me there's a, a, a test that was being done or it was an observation done by a psychologist and the observation was an elephant was tied to uh, 
a, a seedling, like a small tree. And when it was a child, it couldn't tug itself away from the tree. The older it got, the more it accepted that the tree exists and he shouldn't or she shouldn't get away from the tree. When I heard about that metaphor, I started thinking about how when I look at how my peers and some of, some of my contemporaries, not all of them, just a few of them who may sometimes have noticed that this is how they potentially perceive the world. You are given as a child certain restrictions based upon the experiences that you've had. Well, at first not seen as a restriction, it's seen as the blessing of a lesson being learned. You're told that there's this book called the Bible and the Bible tells you, teaches you right and wrong every Saturday or every Sunday, depending on your, on your denomination or doctrine, you will go to this temple. And this temple, we will sit in this temple, we will sing songs in, our, in worship of the person in this book, and we will follow the lessons that we're being told every week that is going to be our dosage for the week before we come back next week to get our next dose. And then, as you grow older, you get into a point in your life where you're more curious and, and inquisitive. The more inquisitive you get, the people who gave you this book, regardless of denomination or doctrine, suddenly tell you, stop asking questions or don't ask those specific questions because it proves that you are an enemy to that which exists. And the more you inquire, out of pure curiosity sometimes, not even trying to rub a person the wrong way, but out of pure curiosity, they shove you to the side and tell you that you are evil. Now add that to an imagination that runs wild. And then find that in this you being perceived as a rebel when in, in actual terms you aren't trying to be rebellious you go and pick up something else which is other things that actually have turned into the perfect story to tell folklore myth fantasy and then you hear about these characters dwarfs uh, ogres orcs and warriors therein. And then on top of that, you come across other pieces, pieces of literature that have been written and documented about, which involve, in the times when this book that you were given as a kid, there's this whole, whole world that exists that has people who conquered these lands and these lands and these lands. There's people who said certain things and those, th those things they said ended up controlling how an entire populace thought. And as a result, your mind starts wondering, well, what, what are the possible... Uh, avenues that my world experienced that and that's where you hit the brick wall in regards to the african continent there's an entire gap of at least i'm gonna go with an even number of 10 10 centuries where we know nothing we have glimpses we're given like small busts of uh curiosity and uh, information like yep this may have happened and the keyword here is may have happened and then some of us decide to try research and find this information. And then in that particular case, we start digging deeper and deeper and we never get, get to really reach that which is supposed to be the truth because then those people who consider themselves uh, the educated now stand in our way because they want to dictate that which is fact and that which is fiction. But then I come back to what's the first thing I said when I was diving into this particular topic. When it comes to most of these creators in the West and in the East, they take creative liberty and say it was born from my imagination a bit was borrowed from fact a bit so it's all a work of fiction none of this happened so i can go ahead with what i'm saying and i look at that and i find that that's actually one statement that is the most freeing statement of all time and the painful thing is in many cases 
most of my contemporaries are using it poorly. And I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm saying that in a way that, yo, there's a gold mine we need to go jump into in this sense. I love the work of the gentleman who I documented and said was like the leader of all of us, who is Salim Busulu, because he he recognizes that the, the freedom does exist. He doesn't tie himself to that which happened as far as the sins of the West towards the, the African continent. He doesn't, he doesn't dwell on that. He doesn't even care about that. He keeps on going on his own path. And he's one of the guys spearheading and leading us in the right path. In this sense, we mostly try to come up with works of fiction and works that involve like outer space or stuff like that because we're so scared of trying to touch on things that would make us have uh, a head-on collision of critique with most of the world because they're saying that can't be possible that can't be real well yet we don't know that we have this uh, trump card in our pocket that just says well it's a work of fiction so it can be whatever i want and it's freedom in that statement because even if they try argue with you like hey it's a work of fiction why are you so angry at something that i made up I'm allowed to do this. I mean, as a child, you were mocked for being such a loner and thinking on, on your own and being a weirdo. Yet these weirdos are the guys who are giving you information and material to actually play games too. And nothing is to stop you from making broken telephone information and turning that into actual works of education or entertainment and the values that you want to actually impart on people. And I think about that and I realize I've been going at this all wrong because some of the ideas I have for graphic novels that I'd like to actually put out my fear is I may not have an audience that actually understands what I'm trying to put forward or what the underlying uh, tag of the story is supposed to be. And that fear is crippling. And I've been crippling myself to myself, by myself. And that's actually something I am excited right now as I record this because I've realized this and I know I can tackle it. We are our own worst enemy. That's a statement that is said over and over again. And as a continent, we have been doing this to ourselves in the worst way possible. Every time we want to stand on a soapbox and actually start complaining about that which happened to us, we are no different from the elephant and the tree. No different. Because it means everything we are is determined and defined by that which happened to us and to our ancestors. Right? Now, we have been granted tools in our present day in freedom, independence, and the internet, which is even further independence, right? And when you look at all these things put together, it means we have the tools to do whatever we want and define whatever we want to define. We want to have the same impact as what exists in the West, but we still want validation from the West. And I think that's something that we have to really take into consideration in that which we're trying to endeavor further into the future. Why do we constantly need to be told we are good enough or cool enough? Why can't we just accept the fact that we're trying to make something that eventually some generations thereafter will decide if it was or was not cool? I already am starting to reserve myself to those particular thoughts. I know I won't get my flowers when I'm still here. The few occasions that I will get it, I will be the happiest guy alive and I will take it in with both arms and open arms and be happy about it. Upon doing that, I am going to further that which is my endeavor and go into a different direction that I choose for myself. When I think about the kind of stories that we like to tell, especially in the boom that people are having of creativity, like right now, the, the whole idea of the superhero context in the past 10 years, going on 15, we all feel the need that we should have something that actually mimics, if not rivals that. But 
sometimes the only way you can rival that is to make something that is not completely tied to what is their norm as far as what the West is currently going through, but just accept that we are on our own path, we are on our own way. I like the ideas of these old centuries that existed, and especially when I come across pieces of history that tell me how the East African coast, where I'm from, like the East African region where I'm from, have ties to the old civilizations of the past. And whenever I come across these particular thoughts and I think about the stories that I watch, because I love period pieces and I love old school, like uh, monarchy stories and stuff like that. I love, I thrive off that stuff. And the thing I'm starting to realize that has been coming to me, especially in 2020, is what stops me from telling my own version of my own stories of a place where we have no real recollection of what we were before. I mean, we have rumors and innuendo. And since that just makes it a blank slate, why not take liberties and enjoy myself as I take these and make them pieces of what is the stories I want to tell. I have freedom, yet I fear the fact that I have it. So I'm taking this time to say that I am cutting myself from the tree. This elephant with his long memory of stuff which hasn't been happening yet is going to try find his own path. And I hope that you, in whatever your creative endeavor or creative experience, or whichever experience you have personally, regardless of that which is your career or that which is your experience, do grant yourself the fact of freedom that does exist and it has existed forever, yet we refuse to let ourselves take it. It's one thing to keep on speaking on that which was the ill that happened in the past, but it's completely another if, as you're speaking on that, there's things you've actually made that evolve you past that. We are supposed to move forward, not stagnate on that which was that happened before and it's one of the reasons why I find it so hard to have people keep on complaining about that which is the scars they had before and I am personally one of the people who complains about that because there's a person I was with I still consider an evil person and I can't bring myself to say their name so it's a scar I need to go past I'm learning I'm scared of the lesson but I'm learning and that fear is not going to stop me from trying to find a way past most of these things and I'm going to continue in this endeavor because I think it's a noble cause, not only for myself, but for most of the people around me and most of the people I care about. So I would employ you or encourage you or request that you join me on this path. There is a freedom that exists and we're not allowing ourselves to have it. And I think we'd have such a blast if we allowed ourselves to have it. We have a blank slate of any kind of tale we want to tell. We could all be griots, but we fear becoming griots. I think it's time we took our narratives and whatever narratives that may or may not have existed into our own hands and do what we can. Don't tie yourself to that which you seek that was the past, but use the little that you have in the present and run with it. Because as we always end this podcast, the sole endeavor is to be Caesar or be nothing at all. Thank you ever so much for taking the time to bear with me and listen to this entire episode. And I know it actually kind of may come off as weird, but I'm, I'm excited. There is a freedom I've found and I couldn't help but share it with you. So you enjoy yourself. Have a great time out there. Until the next time, who knows?